There are seven lies to learning and I am a victim of absolutely, without a doubt, every one of them over the course of my life. And I have struggled to get by, well, all of them. And I'm still working on them. So which lies are you believing and which lies are holding you back? This is just a, a, a quick dive into Jim Quick's book. Uh, actually, chapter six of Jim Quick's book, the seven. Uh, his book is Limitless. And it is, it's a real eye-opener for me. It is a deep read. It is a thick book. I actually got the audio version so that I could listen to it and look on it and read and all that kind of stuff. But this is a quick look. And it's seven lies. It's chapter six in this book. Seven lies. These are seven lies to learning. And I fully admit, I am a victim of every one of these. Every single one. So let's just get into it. The first is, and this is a lie, intelligence is fixed. You can only learn so much, and then you're done. You can only learn so much, and you've hit a max, you've hit a peak, you've hit a top, and that's the end of it. Uh, I remember when I was in high school, I went to, uh, I was born and raised in Canada, and although I was born and raised in Ontario, an English-speaking province, we were very close to uh, Quebec, which is a French-speaking province. Uh, Canada is a bilingual country, and it was required that I had to take French every year in high school. I hated French. I couldn't get it. I had it in my mind that I could not learn French, and guess what I did? Je ne parle pas français. That's one of two phrases that I memorized. It means I don't speak. I don't. I don't speak. I, it's, it's French. I don't speak it. The other one that I memorized is. Uh, Qu'est-ce que tu fais samedi soir? Which I think means, what are you doing Saturday night? Hoping if I met a French girl, I could ask her out Friday, Saturday night, and that would be the end of it. Because that's the only thing I could say. I wouldn't know whether she was saying oui or no at the end. But my intelligence, when it comes to French, my I had a fixed concept of intelligence. I can't learn it. So I stopped. I stopped trying to learn in my mind. Intelligence is not fixed. Uh, the the new belief, and this is like I said, this is all from Jim Quick's book. The new belief is intelligence is fluid. It's not how smart it's it's not how smart you are, but how you are smart. Okay, it's not how smart you are, but how you are smart. People learn new things very easily. Uh, a monkey is amazingly smart at climbing trees. Amazingly smart at climbing trees. A fish is not. But a fish is genius when it comes to swimming. And a monkey is genius when it comes to climbing trees. Intelligence is fluid. And you can learn as much as you set your mind to learn. That's the first lie. Intelligence is fixed. Don't buy it. I, had a I don't speak French now because I, I just firmly believe that I couldn't. I had a fixed mindset when I came to that one thing. Lie number two, we only use 10% of our brain. Jim Quick in his book goes into the, uh, into the history of where that came up with and, it, in, and, and how it just became general knowledge to a lot of us. We're, hey, we're only using about 10% of our brain, which means we're 90% useless. Uh, we don't, no, it, it, uh, it, that's not it. Uh, we only use 10% of our brain? Well, why do we have all of our brain in the first place? I mean, where did this come from? There's a couple of movies uh, that actually reinforce this. They're really cool movies. I actually like both movies uh, quite a lot because of the action and how it is and how it was written and everything like that. First movie is Limitless, 
where a guy who is a writer and he's trying to write a book and he's fairly useless at it. He's just bombing out uh, and his, his buddy sets him up with this specific little drug. And he takes this drug and immediately his mind is opened. Boom. And he cranks out his book in record time. And uh, the whole book is about him trying to get more of this one particular drug because it wears off in one day. And, and pretty soon, if, if it wears off and you don't get it again, eventually you're going to die uh, very prematurely uh, as it goes in the movie. So it's basically saying, guess what? Your mind is limited and it can't get better without a specific drug. Ooh. Uh, another movie is Lucy, where Lucy is a, uh, she's basically, uh, I think it's over, somewhere, somewhere in, in uh, some, somewhere in Asia, whether it's Korea or Japan, I forget where, but uh, she ends up getting a drug, uh, she ends up being a drug mule, forced to be a drug mule of this drug that they actually uh, sewed into her stomach. And what happened was somebody kicked her in the stomach and the bag broke and this chemical got in her body and she just became smarter and smarter and smarter and smarter and smarter. Just absolutely crazy. Uh, and so the whole movie is her just getting smarter and smarter where she can manipulate all these kind of things. Now listen, I get it. They're movies. And what they're saying is two things. One, you have a great brain that can be almost limitless or is limitless, but you can't do it without enhancement with a drug. So it's not really, it's, you know, it's kind of saying, you know, you only use 10% of our brain. Jim Quick gives us a, a new belief and it is, I'm learning to use my whole brain in the best way possible. So, and he even tells you in the book how to best read the book so that you can remember it in the best way possible, which is crazy. And another thing that he, that he tells us is one thing to make our brains learn more and retain more is to read a minimum of 15 minutes every day. Read. Don't listen to. Don't even do it on a Kindle. Do it, do it with a physical book. Read for, for just a little bit, 15 to 20 minutes, maybe half an hour every day. And that's one new way of creating this new belief is I'm learning to use my whole brain in the best way possible. The only way to learn more is to choose to learn more. That's how I see it. That's how I see that. So the third mistake Mistakes are final. Well, if that's the case, most of us sh should be dead by now. Uh, imagine, for just a minute, if Einstein... Now, Einstein, a little, few people know this, and, and according to the book and according to the history a little bit, is he made seven critical but simple errors in his own most important work, Theory of Relativity. He made seven simple mathematical errors in his theory of relativity, which were obviously were, were, were caught and corrected, but he, but he made simple errors. Now imagine if, if he made those mistakes, he says, well, never mind, and he's done with it. He didn't correct it. He didn't move on with it. Well, we wouldn't know Einstein for who he was, who he, who he was today. Now imagine if Thomas Edison, after failing to make a light bulb three or four times, said, it's impossible. It's done. Can't do it. Well, guess what? No, oh, then, then we would think, well, nobody, absolutely nobody gets the, uh, is going to create the light bulb and that, that's going to be the end of that. And that's just kind of crazy as well. So he just learned another way of not to do it. Nobody gets it right the first time. Imagine if Michael Jordan quit playing basketball after failing to make his first high school team. I think it was high school, junior high, I can't remember which, but the very first time he tried out for a team, he didn't make the team. Imagine if he just stopped and quit. I'm done. Made some mistakes, didn't make the team. Okay, 
these mistakes are the, the mistakes are failures and the failures are final. Well, no, uh, mistakes are not final. Uh, there's no such thing as failure, only failure to learn. There's no such thing as failure, only failure to learn. Mistakes are a sign that you're doing something new. Thank you for that. Now I've I'm guilty of every one of these. Maybe you are too. I don't know. I can I can only speak for myself. Lie number four that Jim Quick t talks about is knowledge is power. The more knowledge you have, the more powerful you are, and the more powerful powerful you become. That is a lie. There are too many geniuses with so much knowledge, and they're doing absolutely nothing with what they know. Crazy, right? A very smart person doing absolutely nothing. Hmm. Well, the new belief is, is that Jim Quick offers is this. Knowledge plus action equals power. It's not what you know. It's what you do with what you know. That's important. So go and do it. There's this crazy movie. It's my, mo it's my most famous Rodney Dangerfield movie, and it's not Caddyshack, although I love Caddyshack. But I like Rodney Dangerfield. He's the lead in this movie called Back to School. He's a very successful businessman, and he goes back to school to join his son, hang out with him at school, you know, reconnect with him. I don't know what the whole deal was. Uh, but he went back to school. He does not have a business degree, but he is a multimillionaire in business. And he sits in his very first class, his very first class, college class, where there's a professor that's going to teach everybody how to start a business. And the professor goes up and says this and this and this. We should start by building this and creating so many bays and creating this part of a warehouse and creating this and creating that. And Rodney Dangerfield is just sitting there going, no, that's not it. And he starts correcting everything the professor says because Rodney Dangerfield is not a, a, a smart with in in um, uh, with a degree or with school books or anything like that. He's smart because he's doing it, and he's a multimillionaire doing it. And he ends up correcting everything he says, and then all the students turn around and start taking notes of what he's saying uh, because he didn't just have knowledge; he had he had real world experience. He had knowledge and action. He was doing it. The result of which was. He had more power in that class than the professor ever had. They would all listen to him and they wouldn't listen to, to the professor. So knowledge is power. That's a lie. Knowledge plus action is power. You can be the smartest person in the room, but if you're not acting on the knowledge that you have, then you have no power in the room or in the world or in anything like that. So that's the fourth lie. The fifth lie is this. Learning new things is very difficult. Uh, you know, sure, I, I can kind of buy that. Learning new things is hard. Tell that to a three-year-old. A three-year-old is dying to learn how to run better, walk better, speak better. Uh, some of them are even trying to learn the basic skills of, 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 uh, of letters and words and how they work and learning to read and, and all that kind of stuff. I think it's been a while since I've had a three-year-old. Like It's been 27 years since I've had a three-year-old in the house. So... Learning new things is very difficult, but that's a lie. Jim Quick offers this new belief. He says this. He says, when you learn new ways how to learn, the challenge of learning new things can be fun, easier, and more enjoyable. I even had a hard time reading that. Uh, learning new things is very difficult. Sure. But when you learn how to learn new in new ways, the challenge of learning can be fun. And easy. You have to, we have to go back to, to, to be our three-year-old. Learning new things is exciting. It's fun. Uh, but almost two years ago, almost two years ago, uh, I had shoulder surgery. My right shoulder, I'm right-handed. So I do everything with my right hand. My left arm is just there for balance, I guess. But 
For six plus weeks after the surgery, I had my shoulder in a sling and I wasn't allowed to take it out of the sling. Period. End of story. I wasn't, I wasn't allowed to do this or this or this. I, I couldn't do anything. So you know what I had to learn how to do? I had to learn how to shave my head with my left hand. This thing is uncoordinated. I didn't know how to put the razor to my head. I didn't know how to, I, oh my goodness, it was dangerous because I'm taking a blade and putting it to my head. It's a wonder I don't have scars up there, but I, I made it a game. I said, I got to learn how to do this or I'm going to have seven plus weeks of a very shaggy head and it would be ugly to have me not shave for seven weeks. It would be terrible. But I learned how to shave my head left-handed without bleeding to death. And I just learned... I just learned a new way to do something that I already knew how to do. Awkward? Sure, it was awkward. Uh, but I made it fun. I made it as fun as it could be, and I didn't back away from it because a lot of times when we say learning new things is very difficult, what we're really saying is, I really don't want to do it. What we're really saying is, I really don't want to learn it. That's what we're really saying, and we don't want to go there. That's the fifth lie. The sixth lie is this. The criticism of other people matter. No, it doesn't. Now, I have lived, and this is, this is true confession time for me, I have lived most of my life being afraid of what other people think. And I'm ashamed to say that. I'm this is the lie that has kept me down for most of my life. I was always afraid of what other people would think. Always afraid of it. I wrote a book. Uh, the first book that I wrote... I was so excited. I got it up on Amazon. I, I actually became number one bestseller for about three minutes in my niche on Amazon. So I can say I'm a best-selling book author. Mm, bit of a stretch, but it's true. But yeah, it's, it's the far cry from Wall Street. But I didn't have it edited. I wrote it myself. It was very poorly, very poorly written. It was written with passion from the heart, but it was very poorly written. And you know what? Very first comment that I got in my book was, just negative, critical, and I wanted to take the book down and throw it away. I'm very, I'm very thin-skinned. I'm very, uh, uh, um, that's that's what I am. Criticism of other people just burned me up, but and it's become one of the biggest uh, uh, obstacles, even to my own success. And so the, but but it's a lie. And it, and once I got this into my brain several years ago, I stopped worrying about what anybody said, and I just went for it. And so. The new belief that Jim Quick offers is this. It's not your job to like, love, or respect me. It's not your job to like me, to love me, or respect me. That's my job. And it has everything to do with my own self-image. It has everything to do with your own self-image. The criticism of other people matter. It does not. Seventh, genius is born. Einstein was born a genius. No, he wasn't. He was born a baby. That's just pretty much it. Now, in the book, Jim Quick goes into detail about the life of Bruce Lee. And I'm not going to go into the life of Bruce Lee, but Bruce Lee just came down, came up, or he uses him as an example, a prime example, as a result of lifelong deep learning. Just obsession with this one thing. Just absolutely just diving right in. Now, we see movies like Rain Man. Absolutely a loss in just about everything except mathematics. Uh, but then we see another movie, the... Uh, uh, Good Will Hunting, where Will Hunting is just an absolute, he just gets it, uh, but he's never really applying himself. And the concept is that he didn't learn anything, that his genius was born. 
His ability to learn things, his ability to do math and, and complicated equations was, was, it's just the way he was. And we just say, well, I'll never be like that because I wasn't born that way. Well, first of all, this is a movie. And yes, there are some people who are like that, but they are extremely rare. Uh, savants are an anomaly to, to life in and of itself. Consider instead the idea of Bruce Lee. He, Bruce Lee was not born a Kung Fu master or a Wing Chun master. He wasn't born a martial arts master. He worked at it and he didn't quit at it. He dove deep in it. So Jim Quick gives us this. The genius is not born. It's made through deep practice. It's made through deep practice. Genius leaves clues. There's always a method behind what seems like magic. There's always a method and you can learn. Uh, some things that I'm doing today, I, five years ago, I never thought I could do. But I'm doing them because I just kept at it. I just kept going. These are the seven lies that I was able just to, to give to you guys real quick. And again, it, they come from this book. They're not mine. They come from this book called Limitless with Jim Quick. And, and one of the things that I love that he says, he says, that, that's not a pen name. That's his real name, which is kind of cool. That's his real name. And so he's got, the, he's got a good little marketing thing going on just with that alone. But those are the seven lies that people believe and i would love to know in the comments <coughs> excuse me uh watching it now or watching it later what's your takeaway what's your thought what's your agreement what's your disagreement it's okay let's start a conversation i would love to have a conversation with somebody over these things and have some some good learning over some of these things then than a thumbs up or even a whatever. I'd rather have a conversation. I'd rather I'd rather uh, have some interaction. So please, what's your takeaway on this and the seven lies that Jim Quick lays out in chapter six of his book, Limitless? I am Bill McConnell. Once you conquer yourself, everything else becomes possible. That's my belief. That's my truth. That's what I'm standing on. Have a great day.